Hello and welcome to the Win Win Effect podcast with your host, Chris Ross. This is the show for anyone that wants to drive productivity and maximize potential in any industry. Let's take a moment. Have you ever wondered about the psychology behind the persuasive marketing driving you to take action, sometimes on products you never thought people would buy? Well, that's just what makes this podcast stand out from the others. On these episodes, Chris will break down proven strategies that his companies use to respectably enroll prospective students into the correct programs to achieve overall business success and fulfillment in life. You will get a rare centralized look into both sides of the buyer-seller relationships that I'm sure anyone tuning in will receive massive value from to implement instantly. There are huge quantities of informational material from companies just trying to sell products, but not many giving you the right information on how to build companies from solid foundations, focusing on customers actually winning as the outcome. The Win-Win Effect podcast is a character-based code for human interaction and collaboration in business. Time is the only non-renewable resource in life. So with this podcast, the outcome is designed to bring you value to make it worth your time. Happy Money Wednesday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect podcast. Happy New Year to everyone. This is Chris Ross. Typically, we do not release a new episode for the podcast on Wednesdays. But then again, it's 2020, a new year and a new decade. So why not drop a new episode to kick off the new year and a new decade for the listeners? Not entirely sure if this is a coincidence, and I did not plan it this way, but this is our 20th episode of the Win Win Effect podcast. <laughs> to help us celebrate the new year, new decade, and a new episode, let's catch everyone back up to speed. In our last episode, Myself and Wes Bays drilled deeper on how top performers maintain control of sales conversations using compelling techniques and strategies. The key is convincing the buyer why they are in desperate need of the product rather than a sales representative selling them. The only way to be able to do this effectively and for you as a seller not to fail your buyer, you will have to remain calm and collected to be able to help your buyers reconsider or explain the reasons behind their objections. So what are the most common objections? They want to think it over. Objects to the price, timeline, or delivery. They're dragging their feet. They express a deal breaker for them. In these types of scenarios, it is critical on how you're able to respond. For most salespeople, this is where they lose control and try to force the sale. I always try to remember something in each of us is resistant to the idea of closing. We all like to think something is our idea. Remember, the most powerful close is when a client is doing the closing themselves. For today's episode, I decided to invite Wes Bays back on to teach you some questioning techniques on how to align the questioning to be able to get the most from your prospective buyer. Before we kick this up a couple notches and dive right in, take the time and click on the link in the description box where you will find show notes and any kind of offers that we mentioned in today's episode. Just to let you know, anything that we offer will be free and no charge to you. This is our way of showing our appreciation to everyone out there that tunes in for our podcast. All right, is everyone ready? Let's dive right in. Wes, welcome back. How's it going, man? You doing all right? Good, Chris. How about yourself? 
Just another day, another half a dollar, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever it takes. That's right. I was happy to kind of further our conversation. And I know that we're receiving a lot of questions and comments about how to frame your questions and not put yourself into a hole. You know, as a salesperson, how you use your questioning will dictate the buyer's emotional state. A lot of people aren't conscious of the fact of being able to come in at the right time and timing's everything. Like, what would you like to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would agree to that. The one thing I would add is that, you know, the when you're asking questions, you're always triggering something. You're triggering some kind of response. What you need to, what, you know, one thing, we, and we can get into this um, here throughout our episode today, but um, one thing to really to think about is that every question you ask is either going to have a positive response, a negative response, or a neutral response. And you need to see when you need to use that and because of what type of emotion that you need. And that type of emotion, you can use that for your benefit and their benefit, correct? Correct. That's, that's, uh, that's the biggest piece because now when, when you're leading them through that conversation, you're managing emotions. And you know when, when you're asking something and you need to hit on a certain point, if a negative emotion is what you need, then you're going to ask a question to get some of those out. And this goes, you know, with pacing, you go anchor and frame, and then you go to pace, and then you go to lead. And a lot of people forget that you're not pacing with your pace. You're pacing based off of the mutual agreement you get with your buyer. And you're going through this phase and you're going through this journey. It's important to keep that high level of rapport, and it's critical in success. But the facts you gather during your meetings from the start all the way to the beginning, it doesn't matter where you are in the negotiation process or the sales process, you know, you need to make the right suggestions and recommendations. And that's based off the information, right, that you get to ensure the best outcome for the buyer and for you as a seller. I mean, while the specific questions you ask the client during your meetings will depend largely on the stages in the sales process. And I know that you see eye to eye with me on this, but there's several other important factors that make an important difference between a successful meeting and the ones that leaves you feeling unsure about the outcome or if you're making an impact with that prospective buyer. Can you help me explain that a little bit further? Right, exactly. And and where ultimately what we're talking about here is one, how to structure your calls effectively to make sure that the client understands the expectation. Right. So that's part of it is, is actually setting the right expectation and the follow-up expectation. And also throughout, and this is a, you know, a misconception that a lot of people have is that it's what you say to the customer that just triggers their emotions, right? Or makes them feel a certain way. There are, there are, there are uh, sales calls that I've had where I've done nothing but ask questions and receive information where that client left that call feeling really, really good. Because why? Because I gave them a level of clarity through understanding. So they understood that, or they felt like I understood them because of the type of questions that I was asking. And they felt like they felt confident in my ability to, to help them. So they felt heard. Exactly, exactly. So just recapping, you, you have structure, you set expectations, and you ask the right questions to show that you understand exactly what they're needing and what they're talking to you about. I mean, cultivating a relationship is part of it. I mean, because everyone thinks that, well, most people, you know, they get on a phone and you're highly energetic, right? <laughs> I hate when you, I have sales reps that think that it needs to be highly energetic. I'm like, what are you so happy about? Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, it just told you some information that you probably shouldn't be hyper about. You see what I'm saying? You have to know when, when to turn it on and turn it off. I try to remain neutral because I'm trying to project that. 
that that's the way that they should be treating this type of situation is neutral because that's where I live is neutral. I don't want to like really be baited in getting into an emotional conversation. Not that it's not important. It is important, but they're the right timing, you know, and cultivating that relationship instead of, you know, concentrating solely on the task of gathering information, you know, every interaction with a buyer is an opportunity to cultivate a positive business relationship and gain a lot of trust. I mean, actual steps include like being friendly, but you need to be professional. There's a thin line between that. And while handling your meetings, exchanging your emails, greeting with the client warmly during in-person sessions. And I know that we say this a lot and we're very similar with this is that I don't get a I don't get really chatty on phone calls or in my meetings. I start the meeting off the way that I need to and set the expectations. They know they know what to do to be prepared for that meeting because I'm going to be prepared. That's the expectation that I have for myself is that I don't like walking into a meeting blindly. It's, it causes the reptilian part of your brain to trigger fight or flight. Like you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. <laughs> right? I, I don't need to. I don't need to know the exact outcome, but I need to know what I'm going to do. What is the goal for the call? And a lot of people that are new to sales and maybe don't know really where to start on how to be able to execute what we're mentioning. Start with asking them what are their expectations. That takes the pressure off of you as a salesperson. Would you agree? I would. I would because one thing that you mentioned, Chris, was that you know they're they're that buyer is typically looking to fulfill their own agenda, right? Right. While you're also looking to fulfill your own, and so what happens, and and especially when you're staying in neutral and you have certain expectations of that call for yourself, what you're looking to do here is you're looking to align their agenda to to lead to the outcome of yours as well, right? So you have to be like a chameleon in a sense, right? You have to be able to you have to be able to adapt to the situation or to that call, no matter how prepared you are, that call could take any turn, you know, at some point and you have to adapt to it. So being able to take that, you know, take it, you know, one step at a time and and take for what everything that your buyer is telling you and you know how to position and what questions to ask from there to stay on track with the agenda and to lead to to that ideal outcome. That's why, and I know that you and I agree on this, Chris, is that that's why we don't really like scripts. Mm-hmm. It, because you know it's it's not robotic. Your interaction is not robotic, and and you have to manage emotion. We talk about this a lot, and so being able to manage that emotion means to be able to adapt to what they're saying, but still lead them so that you can actually fulfill the outcome of that phone call. And the outcome of the phone call is for everyone to win. I mean, that's why you know I think that we've seen the success that we've have is that you know we're not going to recommend something for someone that we really don't believe or have a strong conviction that they can actually achieve it. I mean, for for a number of reasons. That's where I think that a lot of people need to put more work in is is the abundance side, is is truly believing in abundance. Because everyone says they believe in abundance, right, Wes? Because it sounds good. They believe in abundance on their own terms. Is they, they want them, they want everyone to do good as them, not better. <laughs> right? They it, right. Dri- it actually drives something, a stake through their heart or their I don't know, their confidence level or something. I guess we can probably start with, you know, a couple techniques and kind of lead into the questioning because just asking me, okay, what is some of the framework that you use with, you know, establishing dialogue with 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 prospects or buyers? That's kind of a hard thing to kind of cover. Would you agree? I would because it really it depends on the person and the interaction. It changes for every prospective buyer because every person is different. Everyone's cut from a different cloth. 
is molded differently. Everyone's wired differently. There are certain triggers that they have. So that's, I try to treat every, my encounters with, you know, in my business meetings with, with respect and understanding. Well, at least a, a point in my own mind is an outcome is, is I really want to understand the person. How do I help them understand that I want them to use me as a tool to be able to potentially solve some of their problems? And that's a hard thing because, you know, for people to kind of like drop their ego for a second. And I'm, I know that I mentioned this before with you, Wes, is that I don't want to, I'm so dedicated to my craft and what I do is I don't want to ruin their experience of being sold by me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, it, right. I don't know how that sounds. <laughs> I mean, but how does that sound to you when I say something like that? But I mean, that's, that's really caring about one, the expectation of the client, but also how they view you as well and what kind of experience that they have, you know, focusing on their experience is always going to take you much further. Mm. Right. And, and that, and because of the fact that you focus so hard on that leads you to be able to know what that client needs and read them on not just a logical level, but an emotional level so that you can help them be able to go through that process with you and still achieve a great outcome, but also be feel really, really good about it. On our next episode of the Win Win Effect podcast, we will pick up this conversation from Wes Bays and myself. As I mentioned to you earlier in the introduction of today's episode, this is the first episode of 2020, the new year, and the new decade. What better time for setting new habits, goals, and resolutions than during close of one year and the beginning of another? Better yet, at the end of a decade, just before another begins. However, to truly set yourself up for success with these new intentions, whether personal or professional, it's essential to first take the time to pause for reflection. From a professional standpoint, look back at the habits you developed or practiced this year. Were they an asset for your overall business strategy? How about your communication to potential or existing clients? Are there any adjustments you need to make to help them more clearly understand the value you provide and make them a lifelong client? Even the smallest reoccurring action can have a significant impact on the big picture. So take some time to acknowledge the strategies you've taken this past year and where they've led you. Figure out what's working for you, what's not. From there, you'll be able to identify the improvements you'd like to make in the new year and what it'll take to achieve them. I truly hope everyone receives some type of level of value from this episode of the Win Win Effect podcast. From myself, TCR Consulting HC and the Win Win Effect podcast, we wish you a very happy new year. Enjoy the first day of the new year and the new decade, and we'll see you on the next episode, where myself and Westbase pick up our conversation on teaching everyone how to align your questioning to get the most from your prospective buyers. So as always, ask yourself, how can you get a little bit better each day? That 1%. Keep moving, keep growing, keep learning. Let's go with our day. Take care. taking your time and listening to today's podcast of the win-win effect as a thank you for listening and tuning in chris is rewarding you with a placement course webinar with his team to point you in the right direction to massive success in success it's all about living a better quality of life so at the very least subscribe to the win-win effect podcast so you don't miss the next episode feel free to share on your social media or simply tell a friend about it. Also, please rate and review the podcast. To find the free webinar and more information, please visit tcrconsultingagency.com.